The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. It is November, Wednesday, November the 1st. We're moving right along here in 2023. And in this Cowboys season, this is uh, week, I guess it's week nine. Cowboys have played seven games and the bye. Still got 10 to go. A lot can happen. We know that. Uh, Just look at a few teams, even this team. I mean, just just look at what what you thought about this team two or three weeks ago. It it, it changes all the time. I'm not going to go through the whole... Roller coaster analogy, but it's what it is. And as soon as you think it's one way, it, it does something else. It flips, and that's the beauty of it. That's what that's what we love uh, about this team and the NFL. And it's always going to change. Hope everybody had a safe Halloween and trick or treating and and all that kind of stuff. And got all the, checked all their candy and and, and the pizza. You got to check the pizza too. You never know what you're going to get there. So uh, one of those one of those awesome nights. Halloween, not a huge fan, but you know what? The the family loves it, so you got to play along. But hey, we're moving on. November 1st, and it is time to uh let's get we got callers, we got texts 888-855-2297. Let's go right to it here. Let's get to uh Gary in New Mexico. Lead us off, Gary. Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, and I'm probably one of the few people that is relieved that the Cowboys did not do anything at the trade deadline. All right. Why? Dallas is really good. We're really good at drafting and developing players. We are horrible at second contracts, and we're not really good when we pay a lot for somebody else's guy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I can't argue with you. I mean, I'm sure there are exceptions, but I think for the most part, I think you know you're 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 right there. Um, yeah. And you're closer to the situation. I mean, you're in the building, but and I'm not opposed to making a trade if it's going to take us over the top. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see anybody out there that we could get that I thought would take us over the top. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree there. I think, you know, one, one thing that I, I would have liked to have seen and it is just a little bit more depth at running back. Um, I, I, I think you, you need to cover the bases the best you can um, in adding depth. And and as much as I like Rico Dowdle, I, I like him, but as a, as a number two, I'd like to see him run the ball a little bit more. But I just... You know, I don't. I, I don't want to. If if something were to happen to Pollard and he's not the biggest guy, and we're, we're, this is his first year of really taking on the, this many carries, and so you know, if anything were to, were to happen, I mean, you could go into a game with, you know, Rico Dattle and Malik Davis and Hunter Lipke, and later in the season, I I would have added a little bit more depth there if if possible. I'm sure there's some guys maybe still out there, but but not better than kind of what what you have. So that's that's what my thought, but. Uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong in, in thinking that way, and I don't think you're the only person. Also, that that's not that that was okay with this. Um, I got to do an interview with with Stephen Jones. Um, we do it, you know, about one once a week or so, and it was about 
right after three o'clock. It was really close to the to the deadline, and he was checking his phone. I think they had a couple of things dangling out there, but but nothing too serious. Uh, he was wondering if he would get a couple of callbacks uh, that they didn't. So you know, I, I think that they were trying, not you know, not. 100%. I mean, I think they, 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 you know, just throwing some things out there, but it, it didn't work. And, and you know, I, I think they they are content with the team and what they have and uh, at, at really at all positions where you would have gone and, and, and made a move. But you're right. When you look at big picture drafting better than they are at, at adding talent and bringing them in that way. All right, let's go to uh, South Carolina for the next call. Tim in South Carolina, you're up. Hey buddy. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? Good. I, I, you know, I got a couple of comments, man. I've been online like the last 24 hours or uh, 20 uh, hours, however long. And people are just tearing down the Cowboys for not trading anybody, trading for anybody or whatever the situation is. And it's like they think the world's ended, man. We got a great team. I mean, we really do. You know, there's some – there's some, uh, you know, there needs to be some backup, better backups and stuff like that. But, I mean, we got a great team. And, you know, it started out first of the year, you know, the Cowboys were the team to beat. Then it went to this team and that team and the Eagles and the, whoever. And it really shows that we're at the top of our game. The thing is, man, we just got to put it all together. You know, and Sunday's a good starting point. Yeah. You know, and so I, I just, I'm just, I can't stand, I'll say this and I'll shut up. I can't stand to hear all these people online bashing the Cowboys because they didn't trade for anybody. And the truth is, nobody that everybody talked about the Cowboys should get got traded. You know, I mean, they didn't even change teams. Right. You know, and so, like, you know, why go for something that we don't need? You know, a quarterback, you said a running back, you know, but I mean, nothing really happened. Yeah, and, and to your point on that, and I'm, I'm sure the guy you're referencing, and I'll say it, I mean, is is Derrick Henry, you know, for t- Tennessee, everybody was talking about him. Well, what does that tell you about, I mean, I guarantee you the price tag wasn't what what the Tennessee wanted and, and, and vice versa, you know? So, um, and, and that goes to say with, with a lot of other players that you thought were out there, the Bears had a cornerback and things like that, but... You know they they hear it too, so they they're not just going to let these guys go for nothing. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I, I I mean we're missing we're already missing picks. What three or four, five, and six or three, mm-hmm. four, and five? Four, what four, is it? four, five, and six. Four, five, and six is is not is not available for next year. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I don't want to do away with that. I got it. And Tim, thanks for the call. I appreciate that. And let me let me piggyback on that a little bit. Okay. So the cow fans want the Cowboys to make a trade at the deadline. Okay, would you rather bring in a corner and a receiver right now? Bring them in right now. Introduce them to the team. Hey, here's your quarterback. Here's your defense coordinator. Here's the here's the playbook. Let's figure this out. Hurry up because we got the Eagles coming up. Do you want that, or do you want them to make a trade in March? And add them then and bring them at training camp and let them figure things out and, and get to know the team and become leaders and all that kind of stuff. Because that's what they did. And that was different than they've ever done before. Uh, it was very, very unique for them to go and on the start of free agency to make trades. Wow, they added Cooks. They added Gilmore. What's wrong with this team? What's going on? What were the, you know, who's running the show here? This is new. This is what they did. 
But we forget all that. I mean, because that, that was yesterday's news. I mean, that, that's boring. But that's what they did, and that's what you would prefer. You would rather have Gilmore or and, not or, and Cooks in, bring him in in March. And here's what they are now. You know, as opposed to scrambling and trying to get something at this point and probably overpaying. So, you know, you you can you can say, well, the Cowboys don't do anything. They didn't do anything this time. They did some stuff back in March that that's probably put them in a better situation. So don't don't say that they don't make trades. They do. They make some trades. They they, they go they step out of you know of the box a little bit and do things that are abnormal to them. And they did. And you're glad that they did. So that was their trade. And they they, they lost a fourth. Or I'm sorry, a fifth and a sixth for this reason. So you get to this point, they don't have the same kind of ammunition. That's what they would have felt comfortable. Now you're not going to trade. What do you want to trade a third? You want to go into next year's? They, they've already done it. They've done it. They made the moves. Just don't forget about it that that's what they did. All right. Um, how about Samuel in Jackson, Mississippi? I just saw Samuel Jackson, but Samuel in Jackson, Mississippi, first time caller. Yes, sir. How you doing, Nick? Man, good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Um, I was just calling. I'm not really concerned about the trade deadline. I don't expect to really get anything done with that. Okay. But I am concerned about all the blowouts in these games. We either win by a lot or we lose by a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's maybe um, an adjustment thing by the coaches or not? If the initial game plan doesn't pan out, they're having trouble adjusting to it? Well, I mean, they're only two weeks removed from a really close one against the Chargers, which was their only – Mm-hmm. close game so they, they have they do have one under their belt um you know right now they're they're blowing teams out at home and you know and they're and they were kind of letting these games get away from them on the road um i i don't know if there's anything to to put your finger on there i mean i really don't i i think that they've played one good football team this year and they've been blown out that's what I think. I think for the most part, the other game, other teams are pretty good um, to below average. So it's it's hard. I think it's still seven games is a lot of games. It's not a short sample size, but it's also a little too early to say that this is the type of team that they have. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not concerned about the blowout, especially the ones at home. I just think that's how that's how much better the Cowboys have been than their opponent at, at home. What do you what do you think? Or, or, what, tell me why you're concerned a little bit by it. It just seems the last couple of years we've had similar um, similar situations here. Most of the time, either we lose by a lot or we win by a lot. Um, and at first, I thought it was the kind of the Kellen Moore method. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kellen Moore would just kind of score a lot of points and not do good management. And I think McCarthy has improved on that, but yeah. I don't know. Well. You know, I'm 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 just going back and looking at, at last year's games. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I see some, you know, four point game, six point game, eight point game, mm-hmm. thirty seven point game, thirty uh, five point game, seven twenty, eighteen, two six. I mean, I see a little bit of everything. I I don't know if there if there's a trend there. Um, I I could you know we could take a deeper look into it, but I, I've seen a little bit of everything. I've seen some overtime games, seen some some close games, seen some blowout games, and we've seen some of that this year too. So um, I I think you know I don't I'm not concerned about blowing teams out. I mean I I think that's a good sign. Um, but of course you know they they do have the two games. I mean I don't think they got blown out by the Cardinals, but they lost by twelve, and you know that that's a lot in the NFL. But thirty two against the Forty ers is 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 alarming, um, and still 
if you had to, to rate both of those, I mean, I've said this before. I mean, I'm more concerned about the 49er game than I than I would be the uh, Arizona game. And I say that because, you know, the 49er game, I mean, you were about as full strength as you could get, that you could expect to be. And that was a playoff-type atmosphere. That was, hey, let's figure that, hey, this team has knocked us out. We're coming to get them. And it was, it was not the case. Um, and so, you know, Arizona, you know, you guys can say, well, I don't believe in excuses, but I mean that that offensive line is not what what the Cowboys will will have for most games, and and so you you've kind of lowered yourself to the standard of what the Cardinals were, and so that's how you get beat by the Cardinals is you you have too many injuries and and you just don't you don't execute they, they overlooked them. There's no doubt about it. They, they were they were not focused like they needed to uh, in that game. Uh, all right, let's go. I got a text question here uh, from uh, Wilson in Virginia Beach. Why don't we run sweet pitch run plays off? And in all the years I've been watching, we rarely do it. Get Pollard on the outside, make people miss. It is because our O line is not athletic enough to run that play? Question mark. Um, I think you've got you've got some athleticism on the line. Um, I'm, 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 now you definitely have some. I mean, you know what I. I think I think if you if you go back and look, I mean I, I know specifically of a play where Chuma Idoga's running out out outside and he made a couple of run, um, a couple of blocks um, and it was a toss pitch to the to the left side right in front of the Cowboys bench to Pollard. Uh, Idoga was out there on the move. I've seen Tyron out there on the move. Um, I, I think they do it. Do they do it all the time? No, they 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 don't all the time. But they they do they do run to the outside. Um, you know and and. A lot of times, our outside runs are these little sweeps to the to the um, you know like reverse runs to Cooks or CD coming around the edge. But I've seen Pollard do it, and and I and I've seen just pitches to them as well. Um, I, I think you know to do that, your off your receivers have to be good at blocking. Um, you know that's one thing that they've lost a little bit in, in the last couple of years with some of the guys that were that were out there a lot. You know the Noah Browns and stuff like that. Um, good good blockers. Obviously they're. Their receivers, they need to be getting open and making catches more. But um, you know, they have some. They don't have the biggest receivers in the world, but they have some that can block. But that's another key element to running to the outside is making sure that you can get things uh, blocked um, on the edge. All right, we go to our fourth caller is Sean in Bakersfield, California. Sean, what's up, man? What's going on, Nick? How's it going, man? Good. Good morning to you out there. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's been a rough day to say the least, Uh-oh. man. You know, um, I just, uh, I just wanted to to ask you a question. You know, before each season starts, you know, the goal is to win the Super Bowl, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, and everyone talks about how the Cowboys made their trades. You talked about earlier; they made their trades earlier in the season. You know, with Cooks and Gilmore. Um, even Hankins, you know, last year, you know, it was it was great. But that being said, Nick, you know, the two teams that with those trades, those two teams are still better than us, and that is Philly, and that is the Niners, right? And those two teams that are considered considered better than us, unquote, mm-hmm. those two teams made moves to make it to the Super Bowl, and we didn't. You know, um, I just thought that was crushing. Um, I thought we have a good team, and I don't see anything wrong with getting better, right? And it, it's the the draft picks that they'll talk to us about, mm-hmm. or it's going to be um, the cap, right? Um, 
we don't want to be good at drafting. We want to win the Super Bowl, oh. us fans. Oh. You know, we want to win the Super Bowl. And, like, I feel like they dodged it by not going after somebody on this deadline. You know, there was a lot of people out there, I'm sure. There was that cornerback out there from the Bears. They wanted a second round. Like, go for it. You know, they want to keep these draft picks and keep going. And they talk about, oh, we got to feed everybody a part of the pie and this mm-hmm. and that. The Cowboy fans, Cowboy Nation, want a Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. all I got, man. Right. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. T- you too. Um, this is when I would love to see another caller on the line, empty calls right now, because I would just move right on to that. I can't, I can't argue with that one. I mean, I mean, I can, I can. It's just, it's no point. I mean, if that's if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I don't think you speak for every Cowboy fan there. Yeah, every Cowboy fan wants to win the Super Bowl, but there's different ways to get there. And for for him to say, I don't, we don't want a team that drafts well. I mean, I mean, that's just. That just sound, I, I cue the like record scratch like that like what like yeah yeah you do you, you definitely do um, and it it doesn't you know okay so so the Bears wanted a second round pick for whatever corner that you didn't even know who he was you don't even I mean okay okay they they evaluate these guys too so so Forty ers get Chase Young. Does that make you? Does that does that make him a Super Bowl contender? I mean, would would that have made the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender just getting him? I mean, I think a lot of this stuff, a lot of this frustration is just seeing other teams do some things to to fill some needs or whatever that maybe the Cowboys like like you saw a safety go to Philadelphia, you saw a pass rusher go to um you know go to the 49ers. Does that make them better? I don't know. I honestly, I'll be, I'll be honest. I haven't seen Chase Young make a play. I mean, I I, I really haven't. He's been hurt a lot. I know what he looks like. I know what he was drafted. I know all this stuff, you know, but I, I, he doesn't make a ton of plays like that. So maybe he will. Maybe he will there with the 49ers. But I'll say this. I don't think he's going to a better group, a better defensive line than he had before. Um, you know, I looked at that trade and the trades that happened yesterday, and I think it helped the Cowboys um, more than anything. And so I've already been in an argument this morning on the air about this, where where people are looking at 49ers, they're looking at the Eagles, they're looking at trying to get to the playoffs. But I'll say this: you you got two games coming up with Washington, and you got a guy named Montez Sweat, I believe. You you haven't blocked him since he's been in the league. I mean, he's he's wrecked games for the cow uh, against the Cowboys. So that's not the worst move in the world for the Cowboys to see a couple of those guys in Washington. You got to get through that, and if if that's if that's being short sighted. Then, so be it. But but I I know this that you know I don't think I I don't know I, I you can't tell me that the 49ers got appreciably better yesterday. I don't know that. I don't know that for sure. Uh, I think the Cowboys looked at situations. They tried. I know they did. I know they tried to make moves. It it didn't work. They weren't as aggressive as they needed to. And like I said before, they have made moves before. So. You know, if if it was too early, that's fine. That reminds me of kids that that always want a toy, always want stuff like that, and then you get it for them, and then six hours later they're asking for something else. They, that's the way that they think. They don't remember six weeks ago. You've got two players. They've made moves. They've they've lost draft picks to do it. They're they're working them in. That's what they've done. That's why they say that they like their team. So I think I think it's it's 
you know, it's my opinion, but I think it's short-sighted of fans to look at other teams and go, they they did it. Why don't we do it? It's a completely, completely different situation. So we'll see. But I, I, that's that's all I got to say on that. All right, Ronnie in New Jersey is our next caller. Ronnie, what's up? Good morning, Nick. How you doing? Good. I'm all right. I mean, it, it, it was a little. I'll be honest with you. I I, I have some of um, the last caller. What I did you What did you want, Ronnie? That's what I should ask. Uh, want, what What did you want to do? I, I wanted that physical running back. I wanted that physical running back and and first round pick. One first round, your first round pick. You want you want the oh, guy. I wouldn't give up a first round pick. Oh, you don't you don't give up a first round pick. So what what did you want to get for him? Second round pick. The, the most a second because listen, Nick. If if anything you could agree on is that we're not great at picking at, at the second round. So if we could get a, a, a running back that we know for sure is going to pound that ball in there, is, is going to give us that physicalness that we need. Yeah, I would have given up that second-round pick. It's not like we do much with it. Every year we, we, we just uh, uh, try to get a player with upside that works out sometimes. I mean, you could count under your hands how many players worked out. Sean Lee and yeah. maybe one or two more. But, but, you're, round, but you're assuming that that was the offer. You're assuming that, that that's all that it's going to take. And I, I, don't think that, I don't think that's the case. I think it would have been more than that. It would be more than that. You can't tell me that 32, 31 other teams didn't want that same player, uh, and it didn't work out. Like they, they didn't. The price wasn't what Tennessee wanted. Let's just don't dance around it. Tennessee wanted a lot more than what the Cowboys are were, were or the, but any team was offering at that point. So it just it didn't it didn't work out. I mean, um, they, they weren't looking to go. It wasn't just a second. It was going to be a second and, and something else. And that's where you get into the area that the Cowboys didn't have. He didn't have that something else. Not not for this year, unless you were talking about players. So I'm with you. I, I totally agree. I think the Cowboys are thin at running back. I I agree, hundred um, percent. But they got themselves and, and in the situation. That, Nick, hmm? Can I just ask you? Sure. I, I know, isn't uh, uh we had uh, a back that was supposed to uh, consider like that Ronald Jones? It, it's it's he's still available that maybe they could bring back just to take a look, put him they in could. the practice squad, and see where he's at. You they know? could. They, they need help. I I agree. I don't know if they agree, but yeah, Ronald Jones is a is a guy that they could uh, uh, they could bring back uh, if they need if they wanted to. Um, I don't believe he's with another team. I could be wrong there. I haven't seen that come across. Um, there's not a lot of running backs that are open and available. I think Buffalo did a good job of getting Fournette, you know, there. And because a, a lot of times, what happens is the trade deadline goes, and then you're like, all right, I didn't get to make a trade. Who's out there? And they went and got the best guy that was out there before uh, that could happen. But um, yeah, I, I just hey, you guys, you understand? Like it, it, it doesn't work. Where I mean, it, it's not a store, okay? It, it's not like it's not like the guy is sitting there like available with a price tag on him, and you just have to decide if you want him or not. I mean, it, 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 it is a it's a two way street. So I just I don't understand the frustration with with the the Cowboys for not going to make a move that you don't even know is available. You don't. So that that just that that's just reckless to me. It's reckless to say why didn't we go and do something when the you would be pissed if they gave a first round pick to a player for a year or two or a second and a third next year or a, a player that you. Like the the they they were looking they looked 
They looked all they looked for for the last week and a half and nothing really piqued their interest and it's just weird that that fans would just be upset that without even knowing what it was and what it would have taken to get a player that that his original team doesn't really want either. So I don't know. I I just I tend to I, I, I tend to have a hard time arguing about things I don't know anything about, and I really don't know what these trade situations were, but I, I know the Cowboys are trying to get better, and if they didn't make the move, then it obviously didn't seem like like it was a good move for them. So, all right, Steven in Tyler, Texas. Steven, what's up? Hey, Nick, how are you, man? I'm good. You? <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing What do you got? Trade great, deadline? Who, who did you want? <laughs> no, you know what? Everybody wanted, you know, something. But let's be real, man. Um, I've heard you say it many times, like, why trade just to be trading? Um, we, we have no picks. We right. have nothing left. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I get it. All of Cowboys Nation wanted, you know, somebody. I wanted somebody. But in reality, you know, we hear this player acquisition is 365. I think, you know, Cowboy Nation is just kind of upset, like, when they hear that, and then nobody comes in, you know, at the right. trade deadline. But we did make two trades. We got two really good people, you know, yeah. this offseason. So, and I'm I'm under the impression, like you, they came in there in March or whatever the case may be, and look where they're at now. You can get somebody in here, you know, now, is he really supposed to contribute right away? Maybe if you don't get to a stud like, right. you know, Chris Jones or somebody like that. So I think Cowboys Nation just looks to chill out, see how this goes, yeah. and uh, let's let it play out, man. We got Philly on Sunday. Let's go walk into the house, take their heart, come back to the house. That's There you go. I like that. And, you know, if, if, if that happens, Steve, um, thanks for the call. If that happens, that's going to change a lot of opinions about, you know, where the Cowboys are right now. I mean, I know the frustration part is, is that, and I think, I think that San Francisco's losses are probably making it worse for the Cowboys and their fans just because it's like that team still was way better than you when it really counted. And now, now they've struggled. Are they struggling because of injury? Are they struggling because teams have figured them out? Are they are they they're just going through that that you know humble patch? I guess that that happens, and and, and it does. It happens to all the teams, you know, in the, in the roller coaster. Uh, there's dips, there's there's twists, there's flips, there's all that kind of stuff. But you know, it, the the sad part is for the for I'm sure for a lot of cowboy fans is that man, if they're not any good, then how how good are we? You know, and, and that's the question you always have to ask yourself. And but. It's just weird with the NFL. I mean, it's just you know, Cowboys. Cowboys were way better than the Jets, and and that was clear. You know, they they beat them pretty good. Um, and the Jets beat the Eagles, and I don't think any of that's going to matter for Sunday. You know, I think out of how they how they match up. So it is a lot about matchups, and and I think the you know I think the Cowboys will will match up with a lot of teams, but you know they've they've. You know they've been in a situation, you know this this year where they they've had you know they've had some blowouts, they've had some some tough games, and uh, but I think you know I think this game against the Eagles, I think it'll be a lot different. I don't think it'll. I'll be really surprised if it's a blowout. That's not just the way these two teams have played uh, most of these games. They've been pretty close, and they were close last year when both teams, uh, neither game had had both starting quarterbacks there. Um, but all right, uh, let's go to uh, one more. Let's go to another call here. Uh, before we go to break. All right, Joe in Maine. 
What's up? Hey, hey what's Joe. Going on next? So uh, all this craziness out there about we got to get these guys. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Mm. Um, our needs that we needed just weren't out there. Yeah. What do you think you the know, needs are? What What would be in your mind like the main needs of the team? I mean, like you know, sure, you know, you want to beef up the offensive line. I think that's a huge spot. But who do you put in there that's better than what we already have? Yeah, it's hard well, to get. It's hard to add receiver. I mean, sorry, offensive linemen from any team. They just nobody feels like they have a surplus of offensive linemen, and so yeah. who do? You, yeah, it's hard to trade for somebody unless you just got a starter that's not going to get re-signed off a team that's not really very good. That's 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 your best. I look at it and I say, who's out there that's better than Chuma? And, and I just and then the question mark remains: like you know, you're not going to give up somebody to get something. That's not as good as what you already have. Right. You know, running back, and I look at running back. I said, sure, you know, Derek, sure, but who else is out there that was better than what we have? Right. You know, and are you going to give up first round on a running back? I mean, you wouldn't use it in the draft. Why would you use it now? That's true. That's you a good know? point. I, yeah, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm saying, like, you know, we picked up uh, Rasheed Evans, middle linebacker. We needed a middle linebacker. We didn't trade for him. We just signed him. Yeah. You know, and he played in the game. You know, like he's getting playing time, you know, and, and this is a, a valuable piece that we'll be able to actually use. Yeah, you know, jo- and, and, Joe, and don't don't be bringing rationale into the situation here. All right, oh. I mean, don't 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 bring points and facts. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> no, I I, mean, I appreciate it. I mean, you're right. Um, and, and again, I, I thanks. You you have another question? I don't want to. I don't want to. You have another question? I don't want to kick you off the line just yet. Anything no, else? No, no. It wasn't so much of a question. It was just more a point of, like, I've been a Cowboys fan since 1977, and I've gone through all the ups and downs and all the love and the hate and all that in between. And I look at what we've got, and I said, you know, look at Brandon Cooks. We might as well have just picked him up on a trade. We haven't used him. Yeah. He's a brand-new piece of the puzzle that we started using, you know. And I go, and I I just look at it, and I say, you know, we just need to use what we got and get the most out of it. And we've shown that we can be that complete team. Uh, yep. Yep. Gr- great call. Thank you, right. Joe, for the call. And, and think about that. Use Brandon Cooks as, your, as an example. And, and not every position's the same. But just l- looking at that for a wide receiver, um, Brandon Cooks had a great training camp. But then, for some reason, it didn't mesh the same during the regular season. Well, you bring a player in now – it takes a little bit. I mean, it, it always does. I remember they, they got Roy Williams in 2008, first-round pick. They got him at the trade deadline, I believe, and uh, he didn't really contribute at all that year. I mean, you could argue how much he contributed after that. I mean, he was a pretty good player, but uh, it, they didn't get you know the return on investment there. Um, and, and some of those moves, you know, of blockbuster type trades, they have hurt the, the you know, they, 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 they have to stay in your mind a little bit like, all right, is it really worth it to, to go and try to get over the top with a player that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you're going to give up too much and maybe it's going to backfire because, um, you know, when they've done that, when they've made moves like that for Joey Galloway and, and, and Roy Williams and, um, and I'm, I'm missing some, another one as well that they, they brought in, I mean, for the most part, it doesn't really work out uh, from a long-term situation. So, um, all right, let's take a break. Take a break here on Cowboy Storyline. We'll be right back. we got more calls and more texts. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. 
Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot, Rowdy, cheering on the boys. And now he's on his phone, on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome back into Dear Doctor, the show where I answer life's questions with an ice-cold can of Dr. Pepper. Sheila, let's hear from our next caller, would you? Dear Doctor, my friend supported me during a tough time, but what's the right gift that says, thanks for being a shoulder to cry on? Okay, this one's easy. I say give her a delicious Dr. Pepper. Nothing says, thanks, girl. Better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Back, Back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, welcome back to Cowboys Storyline and getting a little getting a little heated, I guess, uh, with some of these calls. And and you know, let me say this, like I've said this before and, I, and I'll say it every every show. I mean, like, nobody's opinion is wrong. Like not not anybody. Now I don't always agree with it, and I and I don't agree with being frustrated at, at things that you just don't know everything. You don't know the whole story. You don't, and so that's what's tough, and that's why I don't get too worked up about it. I just don't understand. I don't understand some mentality on that, but I do understand the frustration of just wanting to to win this thing. I mean, you've been doing it for a long time, and. You know, I, I thought about it last night and this morning. Um, you know, everybody's a fan of something, and uh, or team. You know, obviously everyone on here is big cowboy fans and whatever. But then something else. I mean, I, I'm looking at the. I got California, Texas, New Mexico, South Carolina, Mississippi, Maine, New Jersey. Those are the states that have called this today. They got fans of all over the place. A couple, one from Texas, and I don't even know for sure if if they're a Texas Rangers fan, but I am. I am. I was 13 years old when we moved to Dallas, and I went to my first Rangers game, and they weren't very good. And but they were, you know, they were just kind of fun to watch. And I've seen three different ballparks now, you know, and 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 here they are, one win away from winning the World Series, and uh, I, that that's going to be an emotional thing when that if if that happens. I'm not going to say win. I'll say if that happens, and it could be tonight, and and that'll be really cool because because what it does, it brings you back as a fan. When you were a kid, your childhood, and you remember the hot, boy, some hot games been out there, and and uh, you know the the low points, and 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 almost winning the World Series twelve years ago, um, 
and and the, but you do it all for a moment that could happen tonight for me. And uh, and I and I say that knowing not not that many people probably listen are Texas Rangers fans, but it's it's my team, and I understand the Cowboys are your team, and I get it. I get the frustration, so I don't want that to be lost. Uh, I just think you you've got to understand all sides of it, and when you're talking about trades that might have happened, might not happen, it's hard to do that. So all right, let's go to the phone line in uh, Los Angeles. This is Chai Luce. Did I say this correctly? Chai Luce, right? Chai Luce. What's yeah, up, man? Chalou. Chalou. Italian, remember? Okay. I called before. Chalou. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I it, go Rangers, man. They, they look good, man. Let's they, go. I, I couldn't believe they let them come, you know, come back a little bit. Oh, that's but okay. Man, that's okay. They were playing. Inning, they were playing pitchers well, that don't even need to be on the roster. I mean, so exactly. That, no, nah, I'm not worried exactly. about that. I'm worried about making sure they get it done tonight. Okay. I think they will, man. They they look too too tough, man. But anyway, yeah, I think I agree about the uh the the pick thing, man. We don't have that many to screw around with next year. We are a team that picks and builds from that. So, you know, I really think that, you know, they were smart. You know, don't look, we got a lot of players on the team on the roster already that we could take advantage of. I mean, that kid Lipke, you can put him more in the rotation who would really really be tough. You know, he could he could get in there and you know, especially in that short yardage in the red zone, and do some things. Plus, he's a blocker. You know, you can switch him out in the rotation with, uh, you know, with Dowdle and uh, and uh, TP. But uh, I also wanted to mention something about on that brotherly shove thing, man. What I don't understand is why aren't the defenses stacking linebackers behind guys like, say, Hankins and and Gallimore and O'Diggity Zua, and uh, you know, put Parsons back there, Clark and shove our guys in there and come up behind them to kind of counter that. Yeah. Maybe you could talk a little bit on that and uh, and let us know. Yeah, I mean <laughs> thanks for the call. I there's as soon as that starts happening and I bet it already is because now you're seeing I mean, didn't the Eagles score a touchdown basically just by running the ball off the edge? So, um, you know, there's a copycat league, and then it's always staying one one play ahead of them. Um, I I would think the linebackers are pushing. Are they Are they not? I guess I haven't seen – I haven't done a whole tutorial on the tush-push plays, um, which I still feel like we need a better name. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it just goes – goes down to weightlifting, you know, and just, and, 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 you know, it's, it's just like a tug of war type thing that's happening there. Um, and I thought it's called rugby. I mean, isn't that what, that just seems like what it is to be. I'm not a fan of the play. I've, I said it the other day. I, I just, I don't understand why the NFL allows it, honestly. And, and it's not just that play. It's college football, too. I just don't understand why a five-yard run and the guy hasn't come down yet and then four offensive linemen just shove him six yards for a touchdown. I don't know. But I've seen my team in college win a football game in overtime because of that play, so I wasn't upset about it then. Um, But, yeah, Lipke, I don't know if he's he's not the answer maybe right now for short-yardage situations, but – um, I'll say this: they, I haven't seen him get stopped, so maybe he is. I mean, everything he's tried, he's been pretty good at. So maybe they, they got to try it because he keeps getting a little bit better and better. All right, Erwin um, in Denver, next caller. Hey, good morning, Nick. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, uh just what? A little frustrated. Yeah, just a little frustrated. I spoke with you last week, 
Uh, we talked a little bit about Derrick Henry, and I just want to ask you a question. What's the identity of the Cowboys? Are we a running team like McCarthy said we were going to be? Are we a passing team? Because McCarthy was talking about we're going to pound the ball, we're going to run the clock out, and play with our defense. And then they came off of the bye, and they were just playing the ball around. And uh, I just I really don't understand. I think McCarthy wants to run the ball, but I don't think he has faith in uh, the type of running back that we have to do that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, Irwin. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if he ever came out and said, I'm going to run the ball, pound the ball that I, I think, I think we're going to run the ball more. I, I think there was a real, you know, there was a one game for sure against Jacksonville where he was frustrated by the fact that they didn't run out the clock like they should have, and they they got too cute throwing the ball around and stuff like that. But if you go back and look at what he's done in Green Bay, obviously different court, quarterback and all this, but you know, he likes to throw the football. I think I think it was a little bit of a misnomer uh, to say we were going to run it like that because the personnel doesn't suggest this. Like he doesn't have the personnel that that would suggest that we're going to be a ground and pound running type of team so i think the identity is a move the ball team if that's vague then that's what it is i think they're they are a move the football type of team when they get in situations where they need to run the clock out they'll try to do that but we haven't seen it yet because there has not been a game where they've had the ball with a lead close game trying to run it out it'll happen but it hasn't happened yet yeah uh also yesterday uh there were a couple callers talking about their favorite games uh, you know, I've been a Cowboys fan since like 1968, so I'm kind of showing my age a little bit. That's all right. But really, yeah, so really, one of my favorite comeback games was uh, when Roger Staubach got injured. He got a head concussion. Clint Longley came in and threw that long pass to uh, Drew Pearson to beat the Redskins on Thanksgiving Day. That was a great comeback. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I I, I wasn't alive, but but I've seen it so many times, and um, yeah, that was that was neat, and and it. You know, it sounds like, uh, you know, what was cool about that, you know, and the reason why I know a little bit more about it, and some fans probably do too, is that that was 1974 Thanksgiving Day, and and things that happened on Thanksgiving just seemed to kind of escalate even more. What, 20 years later? Because Clint Longley was the backup, never going to play, no one knew much about him, and, you know, back then, I'm sure there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't as much coverage at all, so you don't really know hardly a lot of the players, so... That was a surprise. Short week. Here, here comes you know, uh, you know, Staubach's hurt. Their coach is kind of you know on the sideline and getting excited about it. And then Clint Longley wins the game. Um, Twenty years later, nineteen ninety four, Troy Aikman's hurt. Rodney Pete is hurt. They got to play a guy that no one really knows about named Jason Garrett. And they're down to Brett Favre and the Packers. They're down pretty big here in the halftime and. They come out in the second half, and it's just bombs away to uh, Harper and Irvin, and they score. I think they score thirty six points in the second half and go win that game on Thanksgiving. And you know, anytime you can have your name is the game, the Clint Longley game, or the Jason Garrett game, or the Emmett Smith game, you know, which I think is the one with the shoulder and the Giants. The Marcus Ware has a game. You know, you know. That might be a theme here uh, in a later show. Like, what's your favorite like name game? Like that player, that game. Miles Austin has a game, of course. So, anyways, good stuff. All right, Cur- uh, Curtis in Oklahoma, what's up? 
Hello? Yeah, Curtis, you're on. Yes, uh, man, I'm just, I'm kind of glad the Cowboys didn't make a big trade. Um, you know, I was on the Rams social media page, and the fans were not on there saying, oh, well, I'm so glad we won that Super Bowl years ago. Uh, you know, they were pretty pissed about the performance, calling for the head coach, uh, you know, that everybody says is innovative. Um, <clears throat> I've seen some good things from the run game this last game. I know a lot of people talked about trying to get a running back, <clears throat> but I counted at least four to five, eight to 12 yard runs. Um, some of those, including Pollard, Dak, and, uh, you know, this CD Lamb and the Brandon Cook jet sweep. So I like that. And uh, I'm just really happy about this opportunity that we have to even the loss column with the Eagles. I think it's a big point uh, for us in the regular season. We've been fortunate that San Francisco took all three of those L's, and I'm super excited about this weekend. All right. All right, Curtis. Uh, thanks for the call and uh, good stuff in there. Here's a caller that's, uh, ex- ex- you know, encouraged by the running game. Um, you know, it's, it's we just haven't. Uh, we haven't seen it yet as far as a, a game, like I mentioned, a game where, you know, everyone knows you're running it and, and how do you move the ball? You know, what happens? What happens when you're up by three at your own 20-yard line, three minutes, 30 seconds to go, the other team has two timeouts and the two-minute warning, and you've got to get a first down or two to win this game. Um, if not, you know, you're, you're going to punt it, and they, they're pretty decent, you know, range to go get a field goal. So, what happens there? Do you have the trust in Dak to throw it? Uh, and I don't mean just tr- trust in Dak. Trust in any quarterback. I mean, that's what a court, coach always do. You, do you trust the situation? And we're not talking about interceptions. We're talking about incompletes. They got to get the, the clock, you know, uh, churning and moving. And 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 you know, there's going to be it's going to be tough to run the ball there. They're going to have uh, you know stack the box. So what do you do on the outside? Um, you know, that's where that's where I think. You know that's where I think having guys like Turpin, um, and and obviously you know CD and Cooks, get them the ball, make those those reverse runs, make them a part of the offense to the point where it's not risky to put the ball in Turpin's hand on a jet sweep like a sweep like that. That could be five yards, you know, stay in bounds, but but do that. That's how you run the ball. That's how you keep the clock going, and you get yards as well. If you just try to go Pollard up the middle behind Lipke, it's probably going to be one or two yards. And so, so I think what they need to do is I, I think they need to continue to run plays like that to the point where it's just a staple in the offense. I remember against the 49ers five or six years, years ago, might have been Dak's rookie year. It was, it was a close game against the Niners, and I remember it was third and two late, that situation I just said, and they they threw a quick pass to Beasley, just a quick little bubble screen type pass. He got the first down, and I remember thinking, "Wow, yeah, you know, that's a way to pass out the clock." But they did, and it was just a play that, that they were comfortable in because they've practiced it so many times. And I think that's the key in doing things like that. One more caller before we go, um, David in Fort Worth. Is that right, David? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. It's been a little bit. Been a little bit, yeah. My baby's healthy and everything. Oh, congratulations on that. That's awesome. Yeah, you told me you were going to take a little bit of break. I didn't understand why, but I get it. I'm kidding. Uh, Awesome. Congrats. Well, real quick, because I know know the show's almost over. I don't want to take up too much. You're good. uh, Yeah, I just want to say, man, I'm really looking forward to this game. A lot of people don't seem like they really want to talk about this game. They want to talk about what didn't happen rather than what's about to happen. Uh, We have a big, big matchup coming up. It's to me, it's going to be the best running team that we've faced. Uh, they got a mobile quarterback. They got, you know, dynamic running backs, dynamic wide receivers. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, 
And uh, like I said, I know we don't have a lot of time, so I'm kind of just rambling. You're but all right. To everybody who's complaining about the trade deadline, this is my biggest advice. Take a step back and evaluate this roster. If you really, in your heart, don't feel like we could win a Super Bowl with this roster, okay, then you can go ahead and complain, and then you go ahead and start studying for the draft. Because cause that's, that's basically what people are – to me, that's basically what people are saying. They're upset that we didn't go get, get somebody. They don't have faith in what, the people that we have here. All right, then, go ahead and start evaluating the draft then. I have faith in this team. I have faith in this front office. I, I, I have a feeling that, you know, we, we can go a long way. And, you know, obviously, we're, we're going to find out a lot this Sunday. But, um, you know – if not, you know, come back. Come back on our side. You know, we're, we're willing to take you back on our side. You come back, get on the train again, and let's ride. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm ready for this Cowboys team to do something crazy this year. So, all right. yeah, that's all I got, man. All right. I appreciate you taking my call. I'm going to try to start calling more often. And, uh, yeah, have a great day. All sir. right. Thank you. Thank you, David. Appreciate the call. It was, it was, I appreciate that. He knew the show was almost over. He was trying to get in there. Um, I get it. You know, you know and he, he um, you know, just thinking about, the the big picture and that's kind of what the Cowboys are as well. Some people aren't are are tired of that. They're they're tired of this big picture. They want to win right now. And uh, you know, I, I think that's a good debate though of do they feel like the roster is good enough to win it? And uh, you know, it's tough it's tough to to sell a lot of people on that when you have a tough loss like the 49ers one when it was supposed to be, hey, this is us versus you. The big on big and the Cowboys did not show up in that game. And they've also lost to the Cardinals when they had you know, more of a depleted roster uh, at one position, but that didn't hurt. The, I mean, the defense didn't didn't do their part in that game either. So, um, you know, I think I think there's some areas where you feel like the Cowboys could get better, but at what cost? And that's the one that you just don't know. What 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 was the cost to make that trade? So, um, or to make those trades, they didn't do it. They feel like they're good enough to win right here. We're gonna find out in a few days because they they got the toughest test yet against the Eagles. All right, we'll talk about that game and more tomorrow. Uh, For Chris Beam, I am Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?